Let's just pray together, hey? Lord, we just thank you that we can come together in this place this morning. We thank you that we can come as we are and that you accept us exactly where we are in this moment. We just, we just thank you so much for that, God. And uh, just as that, as that last verse in that song says, that when you come again, may we be found, found with you and dressed in righteousness, not because of anything that we have done, but because of everything that, that you did, Jesus, on the cross for us, that made us washed clean and holy in your sight. And so we can stand faultless before your throne. Lord, I just pray this morning that uh, you give us courage to, to hear the words and to, to uh, change the things that we need to change in our lives, to become the people that you're calling us to be as a, as a church and as individuals in you. I just pray that you, you bless our time together this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, so the last few weeks... For those of you that have been here, can, can you remember what we've been looking at? There was, there was a drawing that came up here with uh, Easel Andrew holding the whiteboard. Unfortunately, I couldn't find a whiteboard and do that again this morning. But there were three, three things that we've been looking at. Who, who knows what they are? Up, in and out. Okay, very good. Okay, so up, in and out three aspects of our Christian life that we've been looking at and that we need to have in balance and to be continually growing, to be effective as a, as a Christian, as an individual, but also as a church, a fully effective church. Now, you might remember that Neil, Pastor Neil used an example of a three-legged stool. Do we all remember that, those who are here? Yes? Okay, very good. So, the legs on those three stools, we can imagine they're up, in and out, and they all need to be of equal length in order to be a stable stool, don't they? Um, you can have a stool that doesn't have even legs and you can still sit on it, but it's a little bit more tricky, isn't it? If we have the same number of legs, then things are going to be a bit more stable and a bit more relaxed when we try and sit down. Okay, and on that, on that first week that, that Neil started talking about up, in and out, he asked us to score ourselves. Do we all remember the scoring? Scoring ourselves out of 10. Okay, and this morning I'm just going to do a quick recap on what up, in and out is and then we're going to do something a little bit daunting, so hold on to your seats. Okay, so we'll start with up. So what is up? Up is our relationship with God himself and we need to ask ourselves questions like, who is God really? Do we really know who he is and do I have a relationship with him or is it all just about head knowledge? You know, we can read the Bible and we can learn about who God is but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have that, that intimate relationship with God. You know, a, a knowledge relationship is, is like a relationship that the government has with us. You know, they know our name and uh, they know our address and they know our date of birth. Uh, we, they know who's in our family. Uh, they might even know how much we earn. I mean, I'm sure they know how much we earn. Um, they even know our health issues but that's just information, isn't it? It's not, it's not who we are as an individual. There's no real connection there between us and them. So we need to be questioning what our relationship with God is like. Is it like that government relationship where we sort of, we know all the details, we know what he did, but do we have that real and genuine intimate relationship with God? And the best example of what that looks like 
is Jesus himself. You know, he really knew God. And, and we looked at Luke 6, um, where it talks about in verse 12, how Jesus went up onto the mountain and he prayed to God and he prayed for the whole night. He went without sleep. He set aside time in his busy schedule specifically to work on his relationship with God. So as individuals and as a church, we need to also set aside time and spend time in prayer and in the Word to really know who God is and also allow Him to feed into us, to speak into our lives. And that means at times we need to be quiet and we need to listen. I think sometimes we get a little bit carried away with telling God how things are and what we need and and we don't allow God to speak into us. So we need to be connected to God because disconnected from him will wither away. Now, it's interesting that, that Bob talked this morning again on, on being in God's light, the light of God. And just like a plant that doesn't get any sunshine, it might grow, but it might not too. And it will certainly be not as healthy as a, as a plant that gets that light. And so that is the same with our relationship with with God. If we're not in God's light, then our relationship is going to be less healthy than if we're in God's light and constantly in that light. So our up relationship is about really knowing who God is, being connected and setting aside time to be with Him in prayer and in worship, both here in the church but also in our own time and being in His Word. Okay, so that's up. So the next one is in. And in is our relationship with other people in the church, other Christian people in our small groups. You know, and we need to ask ourselves questions like, am I spending time with the church body other than on Sunday? Am I building relationships with others in the church and am I being supporting to others? Are we sharing together? Are we doing life together? In that Luke 6 chapter, it goes on to say that after Jesus had been up on the mountain all night praying... He then went and selected his 12 disciples, 12 people that he could really focus on, build relationship with, grow and nurture and do life with. So, in challenges us to be real and genuine in the relationships that we have within the church, within um, our, our circle of Christian friends, having a small group that we can focus on and do life together to encourage each other, to hold each other accountable. Last week, Neil Leake challenged us about being a real community, a community um, that is one that is unified, is in unity. Again, that challenges us to have real and genuine relationships. We can't really be in unity if we're holding things back. It's important to note that in a community, we don't always have to agree on everything. Okay? Okay. We're all human and we all have different ideas and values. But it says in Colossians 3, it says this, Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves in tender-hearted mercy, in kindness, in humility, in gentleness and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults. So it says we don't have to be perfect. It says there, make allowance for others' faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember that the Lord forgave you so you must also forgive others. And above all else, clothe yourselves in love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as a member of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. So that's our calling right there. We're called to be in peace as a church body. 
and always be thankful for what Christ has done for us. We need to be merciful and kind and we need to be humble and we need to be gentle and patient and we need to bear with each other, make allowances for each other to stuff up and then hold each other firmly in love and be thankful about that. So to have great community and great relationships, it takes effort. It means that we need to put others before ourselves. And most importantly, it means that, that it's what we put in. In, there we go, in. It comes up again that makes a difference. It's what we put in, not what we get out. So in is our relationship with other Christians, both in the church and in our small groups. And it's what we put in rather than what we take out. And then that moves us on to the next one, out. So out is, is mixing with and spending time with and building relationship with and ministering to people who don't know God. Building relationship and then taking opportunity to share the gospel message. Luke 6 goes on, after Jesus had spent the night praying, he's up, and then selecting his 12 disciples, he's in, it then says this, had they came down from the mountain and the disciples stood with Jesus on a large level area, surrounded by many of his followers and by the crowds. There were people from all over Judea and from Jerusalem and from as far north as the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed and those troubled by evil spirits were healed. Everyone tried to touch him because healing power went out from him and he healed everyone. So our out is feeding out into the community, is building relationships with people that don't know God. And once we've established that relationship, then being able to minister and share the gospel truths with them. So up is our relationship with God. In is our relationship and ministry with other Christians. And out is our relationship and ministry with non-Christians. The Neils, both Pastor Neil and Neil Leake, talked about the importance of small groups. And I've talked a little bit about that this morning and that's what I really want to focus on this morning, the importance of small groups. Because when we meet together in a small group, in small numbers, it gives us the opportunity to share and to be in an environment where we feel a little bit more comfortable than we might in a big group like this. Um, you know, it's awesome to come together like this, isn't it? To be able to worship and to fellowship and to, to hear God's Word. Um, but it's difficult, note I said difficult, not impossible, it is difficult to, to really share and, and connect on, on a level that helps us to grow in a, in a real um, and vibrant way. But being in a small group fills that need. It, it, it enhances our personal growth. In a small group, we have opportunity to share our thoughts and our understandings and our struggles about different topics. We can have discussion and we can pray for each other, encourage each other and hold each other accountable. Not to be judged but so that we can continue to raise the bar of where we are as Christians and become the people that God is calling us to. In the early church, we read in Acts that, that the believers devoted themselves to the teaching that they heard and to fellowship and to sharing meals. They would come together every day and have meals and do life together. They worshipped together, both at the temple and in their homes. They shared meals together. And they were generous together. 
They met constantly. It's not something they just did on Sundays. Small groups play a really important role in refining and growing us as an individual, but also as a church. And uh, so, as I said earlier, Pastor Neil has challenged us in that first week to give ourselves a score out of 10 in each of those different areas so that we can evaluate where we are in our, in our three, three-legged stool relationship with God. Do we have a nice stable relationship or are we a bit wonky and do we need to work on some stuff? And so I'm going to get us all to do a bit of interaction this morning. But before I do that, I'm wondering if the, the three panellists that I have prearranged could please come up the front. Give them a warm welcome, everyone. Great. Yeah, I'm going to sit down too. <laughs> all right, so... What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask these guys some questions and um, hopefully they'll give me some good answers. And then, and then I'm, going to, I'm going to ask some similar questions to you guys and there's going to be some interactions, so don't go to sleep. All right, so first of all, can you please introduce yourself so we, we know who you are? Hi, my name is Superman, an all-round good guy. No, sorry. Um, I'm Mitchell and I like joking. I like making people laugh. Um, and I work in IT for Henty Christian Schools, and I love music and just, I don't know, just having a good time and just playing soccer and, yeah, getting married. Getting married is pretty awesome. <laughs> Hello, my name's Simone. Um, I'm 22, and I work, I study and work, so I study part-time, and I work at a exercise physiology gym in the city called BodyFit and I like to travel, I like new things and I like this church. (laughs) My name's Megan, Um, I'm a teacher at Palmerston Christian School. Um, Teaching sort of taken up a lot of my time the last couple of years but I really enjoy music, um, playing it, listening to it, all of that sort of stuff. Um, really like reading, hanging out with friends, all that fun stuff, and of course, all of you guys. Good answers. Excellent. All right, so all of you guys are in a small group, is that correct? Yes. Very. Got that right. Okay, so first question, why did you start going to small group? Initially, because it was part of the Why, What on Earth Am I Here For campaign that we did at the start of last year, I think it was. Um, yeah, but I was looking for, I was pretty new in the church and looking for people to know better and, I don't know, just looking for friendly faces. Um, I only started coming to this church, I think, end of last year. Um, so I was quite new and I had two friends coming um, and, yeah, I just got invited to go and I thought, well, I don't really know anyone and I can't just hang out with the same two people all the time. So I thought I'd give it a go. And it's been good. So, yeah. Um, I was much like Mitchell. I was new to the church and what on earth are we here for was starting. Um, I'd come from a really small church, so the sheer number of people was quite overwhelming. Um, so the idea of getting in a small group was a really great way for me to meet a few people 
and then I could branch out from there. So yeah, that's why I started. Excellent. So already we can see that, that joining a small group is all about relationship, where we can connect into people. Okay, so next, next lot of questions. This is where it gets a bit scary, and I really appreciate these guys for doing this. Okay, so what score out of 10 would you give yourself for your up relationship, and how does a small group help you in that? Uh, I would give myself like a seven and a half, I think. Um, and the small group really helps. Well, what we do is we read sort of a chapter of a book in the Bible and just talk about it and just reflect on it. And it's really interesting to go away from from being at Bible study and just you're still thinking about it and still processing. And then you're like, oh, God, that's what you mean. Sort of you're awesome kind of thing. And it's it's just really good to to just continue to build and strengthen that relationship that you have with God and, and just it's awesome to learn about all the really cool things that he did in the Bible and, and all the different ways that he did it. Yeah. Um, what would I give myself out of 10? I, I reckon I like fluctuate between like 7 and like 8.5 and, and that I think for me that depends on, well, I mean... Whatever, I'm being honest. I think that depends on definitely how consistent I am with my time with God. Because um, there are times where I'm doing it more often. So I'm like, yeah, eight and a half. And there are times where I'm like, yeah, I don't have the time today. Or it's a short period of time, like five minutes. So, yeah, that's that. And what do I get out of small group? Um, I think for me it's perspective. Like you get to see other people's perspectives and... Like, I mean, I've had instances at small group where we've sat and read a part of the Bible and people just start throwing out questions that obviously they have in their mind and I'm like, oh, I never would have thought of it that way. So that makes me think about that question and it makes me think about, yeah, how does that relate to me and how would then, and my relationship with God. And some of the questions are really good questions. Some of the questions I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I get that one. Or, you know, the thoughts, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know that one. But some of it's like, oh, ding, light bulb moment. So, yeah, like, I think... Yeah, that's what I get out of it. Um, yeah, um, I think I give myself about a seven, seven and a half on average. Um, I'm a bit like Simone. I fluctuate a little bit depending on how busy my life gets, which is really sad. Um, but, yeah, I get a lot out of small group um, because I'll often read the passage that we're going to read before I go and sometimes I'll read through it and go, oh, we're never going to find anything to talk about in this. And then we spend an hour just talking about it. And I'm like, where did all that content come from? So it's really good, like Simone said, to see where other people, what other people get out of it and to share that. And then I find that that then strengthens my relationship as well. I have a new perspective and a new understanding of what God's saying through that scripture. And so um, I find that really helpful. Okay, so next one is in. Is that right? Yes. So what score out of 10 would you give yourself for in? Um, probably eight and a half, I think. Um, I like to fancy myself as with the in crowd. So, so thank you. <laughs> See, I do anything for a laugh. Um, no, sorry. Um, um, I 
Somebody, uh, somebody once said to me a long time ago, Mitchell, how many people know you, know who you are? It's what Matt was talking about before. Um, and it is really fascinating over time to see each week as you get to know your group mates, for lack of a better word, um, better and better, just how much you get to know them, but also how much they get to know you. And they can look at you and go, Mitch, something's not right this week. You know, what's going on? And it's, it's just awesome to, to be able to rely on people, uh, rely on friends to really pull you up when, when you're not doing so good. But also it, it's good to have uh, more than just a superficial relationship with people to be able to speak into their lives as well. So that's how groups help with in, yeah. Okay, um, in. See, I, I struggle with in, so I'm going to be honest and give myself maybe like a six. Um, simply because I, I mean, I've been to another church and other churches and stuff, and I find it hard to sit in a group and, you know, talk about your feelings and let's all have warm and fuzzies. I'm like, yeah, okay. But like, um, and it's not my lack of caring for other people, it's not that, it's you know, I care a lot, but I know I guess I found it hard because I'm the type of person that I want to hear what you have to say, but then therefore I'll keep what I have to say to myself because it's my issue. Um, so going to this particular small group was good for me because it's it's different to ones I've been to before and it's not it's not so much woman fuzzy feelings all the time and let's talk about and have a counselling session, which I'm like, no, sorry, go away. Um, but it's well, sorry, being honest. Um, it's about, you know, we like Megan said, you take a passage of your Bible and you read it. And, you know, you don't necessarily, like, and yes, there are the, let's, and you do that, and then afterwards we all sit and have a chat. And that's when you get to know people, and that's when you really know who they are. And, you know, Mitch is always talking about, and where was for, like, prayer time of the day when you go to the end and we all pray. It's always, Mitch has always got a praise point, And I really like that. Like, it's, oh, my, my mum's better today, not like, oh, my mum's still sick. Let's pray. It is that, but it's also like, she's out of hospital today. Woo! And I like that. I like that it's not so, like, uh, like downer, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I like, so, yeah, like, like I said, I struggle with this one, and going to this particular kind of group study is, is good because I see a new perspective on it, and I see how other people can do it, and, you know, other churches do it well. And I feel like for me, this church and this particular group I go to does it well. You do community well and you do actually studying the Bible well. Like you sit and you study the Bible. That's what Bible study means pretty much, right? Not, hey, let's go to Bible study and sit for three hours and talk about our feelings. Let's study the Bible. So that's what I like. (laughs) I didn't quite know how to follow that. Um, (laughs) I think I'd give myself probably an eight. Um, for my in relationships, I am very blessed to work in a Christian organisation, so that really strengthens my in relationships. I'm in constant contact with Christians and pray every morning, and um, I really love that. But in saying that, I really miss small group. If I don't go one week, I'll know for the whole week that I've missed it. Um, there's just something about it that just sets the tone so our group meets on Monday night and it does it just sets the tone for the week so 
Um, I think the thing about small group is that, yes, we go, we study the Bible, but exactly like these guys were saying, we talk about things and we spend as much time just in conversation getting to know each other as we do studying the Bible. And, um, and that's really good. And it means that if you're having an off week, you can just go to Bible study and there's always someone there that can give you a word of encouragement or point you in, a, in the direction of a scripture or just be there for you. And likewise, you can do the same for those people. And it's really, um, I feel really blessed to be in a small group that does that. Um, and I, yeah, I think that's how it helps my in relationships. I feel really supported and encouraged. I feel like I've got this set of cheerleaders on the side cheering for me, which is really great. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, guys. Okay, now, really quickly, because we're running out of time, what score did you give yourself out of 10 for out? Four. I'm going to go eight. Six and a half. Thanks, guys. Now, I think you can take from that that these guys really appreciate small group. And so this morning, I just want to encourage you, if... If you're not in a small group, that, that maybe you look at joining one or starting one. Kylie's here. Kylie, you want to stand up, wave around, do a little jig or something? Kylie is our small group, small group coordinator person, um, and she can put you in touch with who runs small groups and, and maybe resources if you want to start one and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so thank you very much, guys. Give them a round of applause. Thank you so much for your, your honesty. All right, so now, now quickly, it's, it's your turn, okay? And please note, I don't want to make this a, a judgmental thing. It's going to be challenging, I think, and I don't want you to feel ashamed. This isn't what this is about. This is recognising where our own personal strengths and weaknesses are and where the church's strengths and weaknesses are. And so what we're going to do, okay, so what I want to do is if you scored yourself higher than a seven or a seven and higher in up... Can you stand up? Right? So, for just, just right now, right now, how you score yourselves right now. So, if you, if you score yourself a seven or higher in your up, stand up and stay standing up. Okay, look around. Okay, people that are standing up, notice the people are sitting down, people sitting down, notice who's standing up. The people that are standing up are the ones that we can glean from. Buddy up to them and uh, we'll grow each other that way. Okay, sit down again, sit down again. Okay, next one, in. If you scored yourself seven or higher in, in, stand up. All right, very good, sit down again. And then out. If you score yourself higher than seven or higher in out, stand up. Awesome. Again, look around. See who's standing up. See who's not. I think it's a really... Okay, you can sit down again. I think it's a really good opportunity. As I said, it's not an opportunity to judge each other or to go, oh, they're so great. Look, they've got seven in everything. Or, you know, <laughs> you'll notice I was standing up the whole time. No, no. <laughs> I should have sat down in out. But um, 
No, it's really good opportunity just to identify where we're all at and to to grow off each other, to encourage one another and just to continue to become the people that, that we're called to be. So can I just encourage you, if you're not in a small group, seek one out and just just get together with a small group of people that you can you can just really work with and uh, and do life with share share things with challenge each other and, and grow each other pray for one another um, can I just get everyone to stand up now and can I get the, the worship team back up the front all right I just really yeah I really want to challenge us this morning to be effective and intentional about what we do with our time, both um, or in all three of those different areas, um, just to, to really make sure that we're intentional and, and purposeful about spending time with God and growing our relationship with Him, being intentional and focused on, on growing our, our relationship with other Christians and then to also be intentional about what we do when we go and meet with the people that, that are non-Christians that we interact with in our daily life. Actually really thinking about what, what the purpose is of what we're doing, not just that, oh, I'm going to basketball training, but to, to really pray into and think about, I'm going to basketball training, I want to be purposeful about the conversations that I have with people, not necessarily to bash them over the head or anything like that, but but just to grow relationship and, and in that to minister and to encourage and to strengthen. So let's just pray together. God, I just thank you for this morning. I thank you for the opportunity that we have to come together as a, as a church family and to, to spend time in worship and to, and to hear your word. Lord, I just pray that, that this week that we continue to reflect on, on our up and our in and our out relationships. I pray that, uh, that where we are weak that you strengthen us where we are strong that you continue to strengthen us and uh, Lord I just pray that you you help us to to come around each other and to support each other and encourage each other as we continue to grow Lord I just pray that you you go with us this week just work on our lives God as we become the people that you're calling us to be Amen